for Chinwag. And let me welcome Christy Lai, RTHK Radio 3 producer. And um, she's in and she's my guest for Chinwag today. Good afternoon to you, Christy. Hi, Sadia. Thanks for having me again. Yes, well, it's lovely to have you. And it's interesting, you know, when uh, we talk about these chat, when you think of Chinwag, it's always interesting to, to think, like, what subject are we talking about? And we're talking toxic relationships here. Now, yes. where did this come from? Okay, so um, I've recently been watching Bridgerton mm-hmm. on Netflix. Uh, the second season just came out a couple of weeks ago, and I was binge-watching it. <laughs> And one day I came across this article saying that, oh, Bridgerton is romanticizing toxic relationships. And the article title just got me intrigued. So I clicked on it and wow. And I discovered loads of things that I was not aware of. Yeah. So when you were watching it, you Mm. didn't think you just were watching it because of pure entertainment. Yes. (laughs) Just for for the love story. As we watch queer. Yes. Any dramas. Exactly. Okay, mm-hmm. so so what was the article? How how tell me about it? Because I haven't seen Bridgerton right. actually. It's one on Netflix that I haven't seen as yet. Right. So uh, before I talk about the article, let me give you a bit of a synopsis of Bridgerton itself. So the drama is uh, set in the Regency area of London around the 1800s, where uh, debutantes are presented at court, which meaning that uh, people of high society will have balls during the spring and summer season, and the social elite of the British society will have an opportunity for um, children of a marriageable age to be introduced and launched into society, meaning that they will be married off to uh, dukes or maybe someone with high social status. Mm -hmm. So the first season is basically about this young girl, Daphne Bridgerton, and she's the eldest daughter of a very well-known family. And uh, because she's the eldest, there's a lot of pressure on her to find a great match. And uh, of course, to help uh, her family and to hinder the status of of her family. Um, in the Regency area, there are loads of rules for women to follow, and uh, it won't take a lot for a scandal to rise <laughs> and ruin a woman's reputation. Mm. So basically, the s- simple synopsis of the first season is where the main character, Daphne, gets involved with uh, Simon, who's Duke, and uh, we're going to focus on that, on how their relationship is toxic and mm. maybe how showrunner the showrunner uh, Shonda Rhimes has romanticized some of her characters in the shows that she produced in the past. Okay, so this the producer has actually done this before, yes. so she's just kind of reinforcing some of the things. Yes. That's interesting. And you when you were watching it, you you didn't actually notice anything in terms of the relationship or you were aware that oh hang on there's a little bit of a funny slant to this relationship i mean we can tell that as the story progresses we can tell that definitely the main character simon is withholding some crucial information towards uh daphne who's the uh, main female lead Mm -hmm. and um about that uh, i'll talk about that later in Mm -hmm. detail Mm -hmm. but the fact that lying or just deceiving someone is not good sign of a healthy relationship mm-hmm. if that makes sense mm-hmm. because if you want to want your relationship to work and honesty is key obviously and being able to communicate with one another 
because nobody is nobody knows what you're thinking unless you actually say it out. Mm-hmm. And so uh, a bit about why the relationship is very toxic is because the main character Simon doesn't really tell Daphne about his past. Okay. And then about why this character doesn't want to have children. Okay. Yes. I'm so, intrigued. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to go and switch on Netflix now. Yes. Like, okay. So basically, uh, the main char- female lead, Daphne, she wants to have children. She wants a family. And she just wants to be to follow basically every woman's dream during that period. Uh-huh. While Simon, the main lead wants to be single he wants to be free and child free mm-hmm. and the fact that these two are madly in love it kind of makes you wonder so he doesn't tell her that then i assume yeah he's not really being open and honest about it yes. right so you know what i mean when we say a toxic relationship mm-hmm. oh, i mean how is a toxic relationship actually defined is it is it just about this whole thing about not being open about things or is it like becoming too needy to each other that it almost becomes a a use you know they're using there's an abuse situation where they're using emotional and mental abuse how how would you see it what is it so toxic relationships in my opinion uh it is when one another when someone just one withholds information from you okay second makes you feel overwhelmed, emotionally exhausted, and just bewildered in general, because if, in a sense that if um, both of you don't have the same level of power, mm-hmm. you would just feel mm, inferior mm-hmm. to your partner. But mm, in my opinion, having a healthy relationship or just a relationship in general, I think both sides have to have uh, honest and uh, just a co- just being able to have conversations in general mm-hmm. and just not trying to undermine one another, trying to just abuse the other control. party. Exactly. To control, isn't it? To control the other party because this isn't how relationships work. You just try to help each other. You try to improve and make your life happier if that makes sense mm. so what are the what are the signs of this i mean from the drama did you in, once you had actually figured it out mm-hmm. or read about it did it all fall into place that hang on this is a funny relationship here yes actually um the main character simon uh is sort of arrogant self-serving and never reveals his true feelings so this would um in modern day Modern day dating, we refer this to a classic F boy. F boy. Yeah, F is a bad word. Oh, oh, right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I thought maybe it was like some some other kind of no. <laughs> definition or some yeah. joke. Okay, fair enough. Yes. All right. Yes. So basically, uh, people who aren't up upfront with their intentions, constantly leading people on, okay. hot and cold behavior. Something like this is just very common in modern day society, mm. uh, especially on dating apps. Remember yes, the last we time we can we've go talk- back. And, yeah, <laughs> and when we talked about some of the dating apps, then this is a constant minefield, isn't it? Exactly. In terms of understanding the other person and and honesty, isn't it? It's yes. all about being upfront with your intentions. Mm, exactly. That's right. Mm-hmm. If you want 
uh, a serious relationship, you can say something about, oh, I really want a serious relationship. But if you're not, you can just say it up front instead of leading someone on, toying with your rela- your feelings. Yeah. Something like that is just, just not fair for the other party. Is this prevalent more, do you know, I mean, just maybe a personal thing also from what things that you've read. Is it more prevalent within males? Is it something that males do more or females or is it equally? Are we equally guilty? I think uh, in a lot of the articles I read, they're mostly subjected to males. But Mm -hmm. of course, I think there are definitely girls out there, females out there who do something like that, who have this kind of behavior. But most of the articles I've read are mainly directed towards male. Okay. Yeah. I knew it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Mm -hmm. So um, this sort of like hot and cold behavior can represent a desire to be close with someone, but the inability to know how to effectively let these emotional barriers come down and the discomfort of being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. I think this is something that I see a lot during my time on dating apps. Mm-hmm. It's and the insecurity that yes, they have, people have. Just trying to open up to someone is really difficult. It is a challenge. But at the same time, if you really want someone to see for see you for, for who you are, you have to be honest. I think honesty is something that always comes up. Mm-hmm. Because without honesty, it's just impossible for the other party to know what you're thinking you mentioned that when we were talking about the dating apps this whole thing about that you you go with a almost like an image of what you want to project Mm -hmm. and then you become that person regardless of whether you are that person or not only for the other person who you're meeting but Mm -hmm. but you're not actually showing your real self yes so that's that's what it was about yeah Yeah. Mm. i think um uh relating back to the show um Simon, the main character, he because he has a traumatic past, he was abused by his father. Uh, he does have that fear of getting close to Daphne. Mm-hmm. And uh, in a sense, um, when, when the two are engaged in the relationship, a lot of um, what we see on television, a lot of it is basically the steamy and hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, the passion scenes okay yeah passion scenes and um, this is also a thing that some writers have pointed out is that something wrong about their relationship or something toxic about their relationship is that the romance is focused on their inability to resist one another mm-hmm. and the fact that it is highly sexually charged mm. and um, the fact that even though they have a lot of differences, mm-hmm. not just in how they see their, their view on life and that what means, what does family mean to them, mm-hmm. it's just that even though their differences are so crucial to them, but they still just go for each other. Yeah. 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 So, so maybe that kind of 
covers up for everything else, really, doesn't mm-hmm. it? That that is something that's consistent between the two of them. Exactly. And and it's it's that kind of resisting temptation type thing, isn't it? That mm-hmm. they just think no, and then they throw caution to the wind and just go for it. Yes. So I suppose you know, realistically, in relationships, that is initially the attraction mm-hmm. with people, isn't it? Yes, definitely. And and that doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to last the relationship. Mm-hmm. It's going to make it strong. Mm-hmm. It might be okay for a certain amount yes, of time. exactly. But when it gets to more deeper thing, where you're saying about mm-hmm. them getting to know each other and mm-hmm. things like that and revealing the truth, then it will probably not be worth it, will it? Yes, definitely. I mean, in a sense, and I think in Asian culture or Chinese culture and dating culture in general, there's a thing about having mm, your views aligned. Mm-hmm. And if those views aren't aligned, it's just hard for you to continue to pursue a relationship because uh, these relationships are, uh, I mean, sorry, I mean, these views are basically uh, your view on the world, your view on just your own, your own life also, and mm-hmm. how you view certain values, for example, uh, what's right or wrong. Oh, your family. Yeah, your family, like that, yeah. something like that, these key core values. Mm-hmm. If these, if the other person, your partner, doesn't have the same views as you, it's just really hard. It's about common denominators, exactly, isn't it? Yes. I mean, it's kind of being realistic in terms of. I suppose you know. I remember when I kind of met my husband. I, was <laughs> not, I, I thought, okay, you know, um, and I just it was introduced, and I thought, yeah, you know, I'm looking for these kind of things. So it's a bit. It, it, it doesn't sound romantic to say mm-hmm. it, but just to have practical things in mind. You know, because as you said, you said, you know, education or maybe family or values and things like that. If you can align those mm-hmm. things, it makes sense. Yeah. So if you see the toxic, so the toxic side is, is if you see things, but you ignore them. Yes, exactly. Okay. If is that just, what they did in this? Yes. <laughs> okay. I mean, in the end, it, it is a happy ending. But the fact that they just continue to pursue their sexual or romantic relationship without just really sitting down and saying to each other oh we have these problems how are we going to solve them Mm -hmm. yeah and something it's the fact that the showrunners are romanticizing something so toxic Mm. and just should encourage it yeah we should encouraging encourage it but it makes really compelling television yeah well that's (laughs) Come on, that's 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 dramas, isn't it? And I mean, that's yeah. and that's why that they have. That's why you binge watched eight programs in one day. Yes, <laughs> because it was compelling. Yes, um, right. to our viewers out there, um, I finished the entire season, the second season in one day. Okay, there were eight episodes. Now, this is part of now Christy Lai's advice, right? So, from all of this, from the drama, from the articles you've read, what are the main tips that we need to get out of this to make sure that people don't end up in that situation? Uh, Is there uh, any advice? Yes, definitely. Like what I've said a lot of times today is just to be upfront and honest with your partner. If you aren't honest, the other person doesn't know what you think. And uh, again, if they don't know what you think, they might do something that you don't like and vice versa and then you'll have arguments about that and then the relationship takes a 
bad turn and then you fight a lot and then you might break up <laughs> so so the basic thing is is to seriously and and i think this is still relevant mm -hmm. with your dating apps yeah is to be upfront exactly. and honest about exactly. it right from the day one yes because when you meet that person for coffee you need to say listen i'm interested in a serious relationship or I'm interested in just um, meeting people, mm -hmm. or I think you have to be completely honest about yes. it. But how can you, you know, it's like, you just have to judge it on a case-to-case -case basis, yes. don't you? It is a case-to-case -case basis. This is a thing. It is hard. It is, <gasps> it is very hard. Okay, so final point, what was the one thing you picked out of it that you're going to use in your own personal life now? Like, I think it's basically, again, <laughs> just be honest. <laughs> Being honest is just really important. That's what it yeah. is. In communication. Communication right from yeah. the start. Yeah. Christy, thank you so much for Chinwag today. I look for I'm riveted now. <laughs> I, I I can't wait till the next episode. So make sure that, you know, we come in I'll have to think about our title. But if anyone has any ideas, please do get in touch. Thank you very much. Thank you very much.